welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, 21st March, 2023. Our bit today comes from Matthew 5, verse 16, which says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Oh, my people, it's so good to be alive on this bright and sunshiny Tuesday morning, despite the chill in the air. You know, there's something about the shining sun that awakens or raises up good vibes in our souls and spirits. I guess it's just the goodness of our great and generous God that comes to the forefront when we see the sun, yes. And that's why we need to offer a few words of thanks and praise for his wonderful kindness to us, his undeserving children. So please pray with me. Lord, we give you thanks for allowing us to see another day on this earth, confused and ungodly as it might be. We ask for the grace and wisdom to allow your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us as we go about our daily tasks, doing your will and not ours. Help us to make a godly difference in our chaotic world. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, friends, do we ever need God's grace and wisdom to be able to make a dent in the stranglehold that the enemy currently has on our world? I don't know if evil and ungodliness has ever been so pervasive all over the globe as it is now. But it's our job as followers of Jesus to help turn that most undesirable situation around. And since evil is so prevalent, I know you're wondering how we might accomplish such an apparently Herculean task. Well, the first thing to realize is that we can't change it completely or soon because the power of Satan on earth here is enormous. But we can make valuable inroads into the evil doing, both on a small individual scale as well as on a larger scale as the Church of Christ. As a communal church, though, we cannot do a whole lot until we are united and not separated and bickering over mostly petty matters. And the enemy is using our disunity as a weapon against us, the usual divide and conquer routine. We are fighting amongst ourselves more than against the enemy. And if we spend our resources in internal struggle, then there won't be much left to fight externally. Now, bringing the church back together is a huge task, which will take time and a lot of serious effort because it's so divided. But we don't have to wait for that to happen since individually we can also make a difference. Yes, friends, as individuals, we simply need to go about our business in our neighborhoods in a godly manner, be the salt and light that Christ desires us to be. So let's recall his words here now, so that they can remind us of our duty. As this is wont, he explained the situation quite simply and clearly. 
when he said, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savor or flavor, wherewith or by what shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden on the foot of men. And we know that comes from Matthew 5.13. And sadly, my fellow believers, for whatever reason or reasons, many of us have indeed lost our salty flavor and are of absolutely no use whatsoever to God's kingdom. We've lost the zeal and passion we once had for Christ through fear, unfortunate personal situations, or just simple laziness and lack of interest. And therefore, men are indeed figuratively trodding us underfoot because of our lackluster Christian witness. But please, let's remember Brother Paul's immortal advice and assurance to Timothy, where he says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound or disciplined mind. And we know that comes from 2 Timothy 1.7. Now, that ought to keep us grounded and rooted in the power of God. And if, or most likely, when fear does come calling, we send faith to answer its call. Jesus said it several times, you know, fear not, fear not. And he wrapped it up with these mighty words of reassurance. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that comes from John 16, 33, as we all know. And yes, I know that sounds good in theory, but it's not always easy to do in real life. But when we do encounter fear, then we need to go to God and ask for his help, not just sit around moping and wallow in the mire of fear. So, my fellow believers, it's of the utmost importance that we regain our saltiness, regain that beautiful flavor we had for Christ, because he also said that, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle or a lamp and put it under a bushel or a basket, but on a candlestick that's a lampstand, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And that comes from Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Unfortunately to my brethren, we seem to have also lost our light. So obviously we cannot shine for Christ. How sad it is that so many of Christ's followers have lost both their salt and their light. What then is to become of Christ's great commissioning? where we are to go into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all that Jesus taught us. And we know that 
comes from Matthew 28, 19 to 20. It's obvious we can't do it if we have lost both our salty flavor and our bright shining Christian light. Consequently, Christ's mission to save the world is not doing as well as it ought to, since we, his missionaries, ambassadors, agents, and disciples, are not doing the job we have signed up to do. And that's why the evil enemy has such vast power on the earth. But today, friends, I'm asking, pleading with us to get back our salt and light so that we can do the work we pledged to do when we became Christians. That means replenishing, refreshing, renewing our acquaintance with our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, then allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in all truth. And there's no better time for this awakening than in this season of Lent, the time our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ spent in the wilderness fasting and praying, preparing for his earthly ministry. And yes, all heaven would be joyful if we sincerely renewed our commitment to Christ. And for those of us who have already done that, let's go home declaring, I believe I finally spelled declaring wrong after all those right spellings. But that's life. We want to go home declaring or choose the mantra anyway. Letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. So, as one voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. Yes, friends, let's go out now then and action those statements by sharing the love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, without salt and light, we cannot truly live for Christ. And that's the gospel truth, people. If we do have salt, a tasty flavoring and light that's shining out of us, Christ's light that's shining out of us, how can we ever live for him? Eh? So please, let's get together now. Let's turn back and start living sincerely again for Christ. Get back the flavor get into the good book, talk to the Father, and let's start living for Christ truly so we could make a difference in this evil and ungodly world. And we pray that in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.